time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone, bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We got Bryant Falconer in the seat of the co-host because he's the co-host for the most. Dude, you need to quit. <laughs> How's it going, man? I'm doing good, doing good. So, uh, how you been? Hey, man, I've been blessed, bro. Had a great week. No, I didn't. They almost killed me. They almost killed you where? At the doctor. Oh. Yeah. He gonna lie to me and tell me it was just iodine in the IV they gave me. I eat shrimp all the time, so I know I'm not allergic to iodine. Right. But I start convulsing after that, man. It's like <laughs> I wanted to throw up. You know, your mouth get juicy and you like <laughs> and ain't nothing there. Like, oh God. Was this the doctor? Yeah. Was the finger in your butt? No. Okay. I said it IV. I, I didn't, I I didn't know what was making you. Suppository. I said IV. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, that would be uncomfortable. <laughs> you were special, too. Yo, man. Hey, so anyway, let's talk about what we're smoking. Tell them what we're drinking. You're going to have to get the bottle from. Oh, that's almost from empty. Larry. <laughs> yeah. Get the that empty bottle from bottle. Larry. <laughs> But uh, no, man, we've uh, actually already done one show tonight. We did the crew show, which is for our Patreon group that supports the show every month. And we are so thankful for those guys. Yes, sir. And they are willing to, would you say tolerate? Yes. <laughs> Perfect word. Yeah, yeah. They tolerate us, <laughs> but we appreciate them. Uh, so the Light em Up crew show is pretty much just the unfiltered version uncensored of us. right yes like i don't even know how much we talk about cigars on there <laughs> this one you talk about them at all i don't think we mentioned them last show <laughs> we didn't <laughs> in fact to be honest with you i don't remember anything about it <laughs> people got we got understand you i'm sitting there and i'm marveling at your little brother because i'm like he did with 40 years of this stuff yeah. <laughs> and he's he's sane <laughs> and i'm like how <laughs> i mean like, how? in this day and age some people would say Child abuse. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> but in the 80s. He's talking about locking them in closets. <laughs> I can go see. Yeah. <laughs> After you got caught. <laughs> Where are they at? Oh, they hiding right now. <laughs> I, you know what? I have heard that come out of the closet. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, I found you. <laughs> you better not say a word. If you say a word, I'm going to put you in another closet. You, we'll get out of you wait till they leave again. Yeah. <laughs> And they will. <laughs> and leave me in charge. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just know you were a terror, bro. Let me tell you some interesting facts that you don't know about the kid. First, of, lying, all, first of all, he's 12 years younger than me. Uh-huh. That's a pretty big gap. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think 
when I'm growing up, by the time he's born, I'm already into my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same I don't give two shits sister. about some little baby. Because yeah. I'm having fun. It's the weird and part. I'm an asshole. It's but <laughs> it's just the weird part about it. I got my youngest sister is 12 years younger than me. And I was in high school playing football when she was like in preschool. And my mom was like, you got to take Erica with you. I'm like, oh. So I go try to run two miles. She would keep up with me. Oh, no kidding. I was like, you got a future in track. <laughs> I'm like, you in preschool running with me? Because I'm trying to leave you. <laughs> wow. Dude, I, I, you know it. Well, every time you go somewhere, you better take your sister with you. Oh, uh, I don't want her to see what's getting ready to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember like taking our other brother, Corey, with me. He's six years younger. And it was always like, I don't want him to see what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I do. It's like, and then he would be with me, but being 12 years younger, uh-huh. I was like, he's too young and dumb to even notice. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to say anything. He worries about his dreams. Man, where's this dream coming from? <laughs> Rob. <laughs> yeah, but no, dude. Always the kindest, friendly guy you could know. The exact opposite of you. (laughs) That's true. He he saw what was wrong. (laughs) I'm not going down that road. So what you could say is I taught him a lot. Yes, you did. Right. Of what not to do. So I'm responsible a little bit for how I turned out. (laughs) You know. You want to take that it down gives that me route. a positive. No, it doesn't. It's still a negative. Anyway, <laughs> and he was always a hell of an athlete. Yeah. Like he like had the talent, but he was never a dick like you, like me. Yeah. Like if I had his natural talent, and you paired up. With my natural dick. <laughs> You'd still be in the CFL. <laughs> I'd take it. <laughs> Piece of shit out of that junior college that wouldn't let me play for them. Oh, my God. I was like, I can play anything. <laughs> anything? Anything. Anyway. Hey, let's get on topic. What are you smoking? I am smoking the Grande Bold. Matafina. Dude, you've smoked that down to the nub. Mm-hmm. And I'm still smoking it. I'm smoking the McAuliffe Riata mm. in the 6x46. Perfect Dude, smoke. I have just fallen in love with a new stick. Like, you know, I always love the Medallia. But the Riata's right up there now. Like, seriously, I'm just blown away. Totally. Like, wow. I never, and the cool thing is, I never saw it even coming. <laughs> he just got to talking about his little brother had all the talent. Yeah, I see. He tried to throw his damn uh, his uh, label in a cup and miss like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I'm, I know he's glad he did miss because he was the one with the right. When I'm looking, I'm like, he just tried. He just tried to shoot that, and it was right there, and he missed. 
But you're right. When I saw, I was like, oh, that's my liquor. I'm glad I missed. <laughs> so <laughs> what you drinking? <laughs> Pass that bottle over here. <laughs> oh. So, guys, tonight, <laughs> I got a look. <laughs> We're drinking the old Forester straight bourbon whiskey, and it's 100 proof. 100. And give a shout out. I don't know where all they are. Uh huh. But I went to Goodies. I've never been there. Goody Goodies. Is that right? Goody Goody. Liquor store. I go down there, Bourbon Isle, dude. This was 22 bucks. Wow. And some of the other bourbons that I spend somewhere like from 30 to 50 were like anywhere between 5 to 10 bucks cheaper. Wow. I was like, damn. Gotta start driving all the way up here. <laughs> but dude, this is good for twenty-two dollars. Yeah, and you know the funny thing is, I thought I found a new one. Yeah, yeah Larry told <laughs> like, Larry, no, we've been drinking that. <laughs> Shit, you just don't remember. <laughs> you know, I am who I am. <laughs> Right? Oh, you want some more? No, I'm just going to oh. hand it back over Larry. to. Uh... <laughs> it's like, you ever been to like one of those SeaWorld shows yeah. and they throw fish? <laughs> Orca. <laughs> Larry's like a dolphin. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> exactly. Do it, bro. Do it. So, anyway, what are you? You're not drinking. No. <laughs> Somebody has to be saying. Hey, hey. It's, we've been here for six hours already. <laughs> so anyway, hey, but it's we've had a great time. Yes, sir. And we had a fun crew show. So thank you to the Patreon. And so let's dive into uh, one of the topics that you want to talk about tonight. I uh, want to talk about... I, I asked, did you see the Batman movie? And you told me no. Yeah. And I was like, it's a good movie. Dark. It's what Batman is supposed to be. But what hit me was, if you were a superhero, what would be your thing? Huh. You know how dangerous that question is. Yes, I do. (laughs) The door went wide open for you. I'm like... Keep it PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> this is not to light him up, crew show. And so, you know, if I think about it, I all when I was a kid, I always thought the badass superpower would be anytime you wanted to start it and stop it, and it's invisibility. Invisibility. I mean, just when poof, you do whatever. Wow. I see that's a problem. <laughs> Invisibility. <laughs> Woo! You, you would have to sign the registry. You probably signed it invisibly. <laughs> hey, the, I signed. Here's the thing. Some people would consider me a hero, and some You'd people be an would consider me a criminal. Because <laughs> you know, Hoo-wee. I mean, at one point you're just like, you know what, I'm going to do that. Because I can. 
Yeah, I asked you like, the wrong question. Like, like, <laughs> one night while the president is sleeping, oh, no, I go in and completely rearrange the Oval Office, <laughs> like bring in new like modern furniture. <laughs> he probably walk in like, huh? Oh yeah, I did put it over there. <laughs> I'm in the wrong office. <laughs> oh no! Oh man, this is—I asked you the wrong question, bro. <laughs> I, well, what superpower would you go for? My, I've always wanted to be like the Hulk. I've because I used to have an anger issue and that ability to be angry oh, no. and strong, and nothing can stop you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What I've learned here is neither one of us should play this game. <laughs> Sounds like we've got some real fucking issues. <laughs> Boom. Mind blown. Man. Yeah, I, that was my favorite superhero, bro. His ability. Like, I, I was a big fan, but I, I never thought I want to be like that dude. I did. I did. I, I still mean, do. Would you? It, what if you still had to, like, be green? Don't bother me. I'm already black. <laughs> See, I didn't have that perspective. <laughs> I was like, change me from white. <laughs> Whoa. I'm serious. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. You know what? I'm serious. <laughs> no, I just never thought about the Hulk as like one of those dudes that I wanted to be. Dude, nobody can. In the comics, nobody could stop him. Now, you watch the movies. And, yeah, but and, I, as an invisible man, I still I'm whoop not, your ass. I'm not. Well, no, I'm not in that whole fighting crime scene. Okay. I'm doing my own shit. Hey, so you never watched The Hook, did you? You never watched The Hook, did you? Because he wasn't fighting crime neither. He was. He was. He, he was, was fighting crime. He always. He was fighting the superheroes. But it always turned out back in the series in the 70s. Mm-hmm. It was always like. Are you talking about Bruce Wayne? With Bill back? With, yes. Dude, that was fake. Okay, so you're going off the comics. Yes. Okay. I ain't cool. going off the. Man, Ferrigno wasn't big enough to play the Hulk back then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> you know, as you get older, they get longer. <laughs> Lord, we skirting on that PG. We skirting. <laughs> I'm talking about your earlobes. You know, yeah, right. Why you grab your pants? <laughs> I didn't grab them. Yes, you did. I slid a hand down on them. Oh, God. That's even worse. So, how you been? Nope. <laughs> Aight, bruh. <laughs> Safety first. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, what were we talking about? <laughs> I think... I think you, you were trying to make some point about the Incredible Hulk series I think from the 70s. You're, yeah. I was thought you were talking about that dude, nah. and I was like, I don't nah. want to be that dude. Nah. 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 But you know, I wasn't a big comic fan. They, were, I was. I, I know you were, but Ooh. I... I feel like I missed out. Yeah. But at the same word. time, I was like, read? <laughs> nah, I'm it's, good. You got to realize I've been reading since three. I barely read now. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> My mother was a teacher. I had to read. You know what's crazy? What's that? 
And I don't normally say anything about my wife uh-huh. on the regular show. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> but anyway, my wife is an English literature graduate from Texas Tech. Okay. Do you know how tolerant that she has become? Yeah, because you speak Lubbockian. Yeah, she's she's very tolerant. She's like, <laughs> she just shakes her head. Yeah, I can see it. And I'm like, but isn't that funny that like someone that knows the English language well, <laughs> right? Married to, <laughs> and let me tell you something. A like, let me let me let me tell you this though. Like when two people like that marry. My wife has a degree in English literature, so you would be like, oh, Rob might become a little more refined. Yeah, you got a PhD. No. Yes, you do. A player wait, wait, a degree. Wait. No, no. <laughs> what happened is, and I don't want anybody to tell her I said this. She's going to listen to the show. But the opposite has happened. I've dumbed her down. Oh, God. <laughs> I was the more powerful one. <laughs> That's your superhero thing. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I never got the invisibility, but I'm able to dumb you down. <laughs> All of you have experienced it in some level. You are not lying. <laughs> you are not lying. That Ooh. is my superpower. Ooh. What would you call that ability? <laughs> Evil. No. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> I'm going to get like a Superman outfit, but I'm going to have a golden A for asshole. Assholeness. Who is that? The asshole. That's the asshole man. (laughs) Everybody run. You'll be dumb. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to ask you one thing. Is this the regular show? Yes, this is the regular show. Please stay there. Why are you going so far with everything? Because I'm, I'm... I made a mistake and followed you down this hole. <laughs> right. You don't normally do that. No. You're the raining it in. So, Forgive me, folks. Hey, guys, it's his fault Forgive that this show folks. got a little raunchy. Sorry. It's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, you're the rainer. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you were just going to call me the rain, man. <laughs> I was going to say that is real wrong. <laughs> oh, man. I don't make fun of people who have disabilities. <laughs> it was perfect. I didn't have to say a word. <laughs> he was on the show and you made fun of Who? You don't remember being on the show? Who? What? I'm not going to say the name. <laughs> when? <laughs> okay. Let's get back on track. Go ahead and continue. <laughs> With your hypothesis. (laughs) Folks, you're going to want to tune into the YouTube channel. (laughs) Because Bryant has his head buried in the sand. (laughs) And Larry's saying, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. minutes. (laughs) We try to keep, you know, each segment down to 30 minutes. That way, you know, give or take a little bit. We're it's not on for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been here for six, six. hours <laughs> and 30 minutes. Oh, man. And let me tell you what, that old Forrester Hunter proofs holds up. We know. <laughs> Just as long as you don't act like granddad. Because <laughs> I don't want you 10 toes in this mud, bro. Hey, and you know my history yes. with my granddad. Yes. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I should have known better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's enough about the superhero power. Are you, are you, are you going to be all right? And guys, I apologize for you at home listening that Bryant has just continually lost it on the show. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're just... <laughs> I'm good. I'm Why okay. is your shirt off? <laughs> Why? Are you trying to be like shirtless Mike? No, <laughs> never. It's the brother Mike. Brother Mike. <laughs> brother Mike. You've um, got bigger tits. <laughs> and can control them. <laughs> and he controls them. <laughs> All right, shirtless Mike. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> Let's not get brother butt cheeks over oh, here. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, you know what? Let's talk about something positive because we've been down some roads, so to speak. Gotcha. Let's talk about Tabanero. Okay. okay. Like, you know what's funny is we, we know how good Tabanero is. Correct. What I love is giving them to people that who have never had mm -hmm. them and the response is worth the giving oh yeah like when you bless someone's soul with a cigar a and that's like yeah like a, a cigar that you know is yeah. gonna be like something Lights they've out. never experienced yes. yes anyway you know me and my brother went to see billy strings uh -huh. awesome amazing concert like the takeaway from going to that, if you were to label it, what that show was for me, it was mind blown. <laughs> it was it was crazy, dude. It was, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Gotcha. I never had the chance to see Pink Floyd in concert, but when I left Billy Strings concert, I felt like. That's as closest I've ever been. Okay. So how does this tie into Tabanero? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my job. I'm radio. <laughs> 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 All right. Got a little sidetracked. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> On the trip. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I gave my brother a Tabanero Connecticut. Okay. Okay. And, you know, dude doesn't smoke a lot of cigars. That's correct. He has smoked everything from like the gas station. Uh, what is it? Like Swishy acid. Sweets. No, acid. Oh, from the blunts. gas station? Acid blunts. Like, you know, I think people like. Split them split down the middle, and tear out, and then put weed in there. And, and roll it back up. But he wanted to smoke cigars, and I was like, you know, you're kind of a fruity guy. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I got him a pineapple. <laughs> Dude, I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> Man, because you, you've been going through this your entire life. Damn. Dude, dude, if you ever wanted to do like 
brand new car crash testing and you needed like a really nice kind dummy <laughs> he's pointing at his brother oh my god dude <laughs> this is you genuinely you know what i feel like my brother's here we owe him the best that we can do that's true you know what true. I mean? But I mean, we get back to Tabanero. But oh yeah, but but what I want to say before we get back to Tabanero is <laughs> when he leaves here after spending like two days with me, I want him to think that was a lot like being in that closet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, "Booyah!" <laughs> You sending your brother back to rehab. <laughs> What's so, your drug? Rob. <laughs> Rob MF Jones. <laughs> hey, but here's the thing, you know. I gave him the Tabanero Connecticut, uh-huh. and within like three puffs in, he was like, Wow, what is this, man? This is really good. Oh, cool. And that's why I was telling that story because I love giving cigars to guys where they like smoke it and they like poof the light comes yeah, on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got you. Like because we all had that moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, you smoke shit before we ever got like to the, to the level the of where you were going. Tell the truth. Ooh. Tell this the is truth. something that I'm interested mm-hmm. in. Because, you know, like for me, I only smoked cigars when I got with Tim and we went out and celebrated because I thought it made me look cool. And you know what? It's probably the closest I've ever been. To cool. <laughs> to cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? I might have thought I was cool in my teenage years. Yeah. No. I was, I'm not going to say. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Criminal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> RS. <laughs> That's how Willie Nelson got busted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Poor guy. You yeah. know, he's, how old is that dude? He, he in his 90s. 87 that's close enough round up <laughs> hey but he's been pickled yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's lasting forever the irs killed sammy davis jr and red fox and al capone and out Al- <laughs> no that gonorrhea got al capone <laughs> two for one <laughs> sorry <laughs> anyway what were we talking about? Uh, I, another sponsor. <laughs> oh, oh, let's talk about the leak. <laughs> you know what's funny? is earlier today when we were coming back from Fort Worth, I missed my exit, and we ended up going through downtown Fort Worth. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. You said coming back from Fort Worth. <laughs> coming back from Irving. So you missed a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> coming back from Irving. Oh, okay. I missed the exit to go around one way and I ended up going downtown. And then, you know, when you get downtown, you almost have to go like through downtown. Yes, you do. We saw the Riata. Mm-hmm. We saw the uh, Silver Leaf. Okay. And the funny thing is, though, when I was like, oh, there's a Silver Leaf, he was like, oh, is that like part of the leaf? And I was like, <laughs> negative, <No>. Ghost Rider. <laughs> like, that's I, well. I said there's lots of shops that have the word leaf in their name. Yes, that's true. But you know what? None of the other shops have J. True. Very true. If you guys knew J the way I know J, 
I'm just saying there's nothing else there's, there's <laughs> nothing else for you to know. Yeah. If if I say I know Jay and that's why I'm a customer. It it tells the story. It tells the story, right? I mean, there. if 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 we break it down, mm-hmm. why did we go to the leaf? Jay. Jay. And it's not because he treats us any better than anybody else in the shop. He doesn't. He treats everybody. He should. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> he sponsors. He does. He does sponsor the show. <laughs> so, all right, we'll give him that. <laughs> no, but I mean, the... oh, check this out. You know, last two weeks ago, I think, Granddad Day, it was three uh, weeks. <laughs> three weeks ago. <laughs> Anyway, I was talking to Jay outside the leaf. I told this story before, but I want to tell again that <laughs> I'm getting ready to go in the leaf. Jay's leaving. Uh-huh. We're in the parking lot, and I'm like, we're talking. And something I said something about Matthew, and he was like, yeah, I went by Matthew's yesterday and put in a new electrical You're plug for there, him, huh? outlet, because his he quit working for some reason. Anyway, he did it. He taped it off, cut around the edges, and repainted like, you know, somebody that you would pay to come do that. And I was like, dude, shut up. (laughs) Made you feel bad. (laughs) I was like, I hope you're not setting the bar when it comes to getting into heaven. (laughs) Because that's, I'm never going to make it. That's not the reason. (laughs) <laughs> wow the granddad joke the new joke <laughs> st peter's gonna be like oh no you on the wrong escalator bro <laughs> take the joke with you <laughs> we don't want it here, here at all <laughs> ever <laughs> what's that okay cool uh anyway guys if you need cigars Call up Jay. The phone number is down in the show notes. I promise you, you're not going to find better customer service out there of any cigar shop. You're not. And I've talked to some of the customer service reps at some cigar places. And you know what? I've had a lot of good experiences. Mm -hmm. I've had just one or two bad experiences, but I've never had as good as what I've had it with Jay. Period. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. So anyway, look down the show notes, give a call up. You can get the Tabanero. You can get the McAuliffe line, which we'll talk about a little later. And, I mean, we're both smoking McAuliffe, and it's not because we have to. It's because we want to. Yes, sir. And they're a good stick. They're a good company. Yes. I mean, when you get to where they are in such a short time. Uh. It's because they're doing the right thing for the right yes, reason. Sir. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? They're, yes, as Jimmy Johnson said, <laughs> walk the walk. And that's what McAuliffe does. Yes, sir. Leads by example. A hundred percent true. And they, and they come up with like innovation, but it's so simple that you're like, Why wow, that? no one. No one's doing that? Nobody else is doing this, huh? Yeah. So check down the show notes and 
we're going to have a link down to the passport. Yes, sir. Sign up as an ambassador. Get a passport. Mm -hmm. I know, guys, you realize every time you turn in a passport, it gets put in a drawing for a hundred bucks or more. And they actually send you a store credit at your local uh, brick and mortar. mortar. Dude. Who else is doing that? Nobody. But I know guys at our shop that have won it. That have, no, not won it. Freaking Brian is like $1,200, $1,300 in. Yeah. Like he has won $1,300 worth of cigars for doing a passport and sending it in. Wow. I would love someone to hand me. $1,300 $1,300 worth of cigars that I get to go pick. Ooh-wee. Right. <clears throat> so in the show notes, we'll have a link show to the passport. Notes, notes. Go by, check it out. I want to see what you do. I think that you could find some badass money some to buy gym. some badass yes, cigars. Yes, yes. So anyway, guys, hey, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we're going to bring back my baby brother. The He's TikTok, 12 years TikTok younger than me. Superstar. He's the TikTok dancing UPS man. The man. We'll be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging through the break. You know what? Uh we got a very special guest. I always say we have a special guest because you know what? I feel like they're special because they're blessing us from just taking the time out of their day to be on the show. And, you know, we're happy to get anybody that would come on the show and talk to us because, you know. Thanks, brother. Like, if you look at, like, cigar talk shows, like, we are probably the black sheep of the family. You know what I mean? You listen to the show. Yeah. Well, fucking speak up. <laughs> okay. He asked, he asked me during the break. He's like, what words can I not say? And I was like, don't drop any F-bombs. Now, now you they're fair talk. game. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, no, man, we got my brother on the show, and that just makes it a little bit more special. That's it, man. I'm, hey, uh, can you pull that mic up? You're like, it's pointed down at your Adam's apple. Good. No, you don't have one. What? Okay. Better? Much better. No, yeah, it's I'm, not. It's not better at all. It's still pointing at your chin. If your chin like had like a thousand little mouths that were yelling. <laughs> there come, we go. Boom. That works. Yeah, okay. Sounds you better. hear the difference. Yep. All right. So what you got? No, dude. Thank you for having me, man. Like, I I feel like a fucking sol- nope. celebrity. Nope. There you go. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it is hereditary man <laughs> my mother was a sailor <laughs> she sailed the seven seas <laughs> no uh dude dude i'm a, on cigar talk i'm happy to be here bro awesome man and so if you guys don't know he is the dancing ups guy on tiktok over two hundred thousand followers he does like happy dances i mean it's like if you were to take a squirrel and give him like a quarter hit of acid. There you go. There you go. There you Put go, him in bro. a brown uniform. <laughs> My supervisors would be like, yep, that's about right. That's about right. So, I mean, the cool thing, I mean, we're 12 years apart. Yeah. We have lived separate lives 
with times that we have been able to get together. Yeah. Like, because of the age difference, we didn't hang out all the time. Mm-hmm. It was like random, periodically, times that we would be together. 100%. And so, for all of the growing up, basically, of separate lives, at the end of the day, at 53... I feel pretty good about how close we are, you being a completely different generation. No doubt, dude. You know what I mean? No doubt. And, um, I mean, I don't know how far you've delved into, like, our past. and uh, I I tried not to go back into the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No I'm doubt. like, if, but, I don't, if I don't remember it, I can't testify to it. Right. But, yeah, after, you know... Uh, mom and dad passing i feel like that was well that was that our, was actually our first connection that was our on first a deep, level 100 percent. that like, was our first deep connection we had always been brothers very cordial you know we love each other yeah but also at the same time we really didn't know each other yeah dude. like i knew you were like climbing mountains of fantasies <laughs> like i'm gonna do this all right, okay, go for try it, bro. It. And yeah. then you're like, I want to do this. And I was never the guy to be like, no, you're not. Yeah. I was the guy that was like, dude, go for it. Hey, man, cigar if, talk. I mean, yeah. Vice say, versa. And you know what? We're very thankful that we are where we are. But no, I I love to hear dreams or see people doing things that... You know, is I wouldn't say that is not normal, but you know, not a lot of people are doing what you're doing. Yeah, not a lot of people are doing what I'm doing. I mean, when you break it down, there's you know 350 million people in the United States. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that there's five million cigar smokers. Right. I mean, what sixty, seventy cigar shows? That's not a lot of the percentage of the people who smoke cigars. And you do it right. Well, I appreciate that. But I mean, right. what I'm getting at, though, is not everybody wants to do that. Mm-hmm. But the guys that want to do it, knock yourself out. Dude. I mean, if you are listening to Cigar Talk and you were thinking about doing a cigar show, reach out to me, dude. I'm always happy to help yep. because it's like we were telling you before we actually got started tonight. You remember how long? It took us an hour and a half <laughs> before we started recording the Light 'em Up Crew show. Yeah, right. And I told you, like, the gold, the absolute gold that drives me from Cigar Talk is the time before the show starts, the time in between when we take a break. And the time after. Like, I love doing the show. It's real, bro. It's real. It's real. And it's like, I'm getting to experience, like, hanging out with guys, smoking cigars, drinking bourbon, that love good music, that have great conversation without judgment. Mm -hmm. I mean, let me tell you something. If you don't think it's hard for me to find a group that doesn't have judgment, <laughs> I mean, you know, I crossed that's very a lot of lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's rare. You remember 
when I was in Lubbock and me and you were hanging out, you had a friend, very close friend, that was the manager at a bar that kicked me out. Yes. And they banned me. Yes. They didn't say <laughs> you need to leave. They said you need to leave and you're no longer allowed <laughs> to come back here ever. Only Rob. Only and then Rob. I and but did I call up your friend, the manager, and I apologized. And I said, you know what? You're right. It was all my fault. I really want to apologize for what I did. I insulted you, and that's not what was my intent. Correct. And so, you know, I mean, knowing that I feel bad for what I did, I understand now, and I won't do it again. <laughs> I can come back to your bar. And he was like, no, you're still banned. <laughs> I was like, what a dick. Yeah. I just poured out my heart <laughs> to some dude who said, nope. Ain't happening, bro. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. And it was that was a wild time, though. That was a time in our lives that we pushed a lot of limits. No doubt. And granted, I'll be the first to say we pushed a lot of them too far. Well, and I mean, shit, dude. I, that's life. That's life. That's how. That's that's how you learn. That's how you grow. You push limits. Yeah, and we did that in a, in, lot, of in a lot of aspects. 100%. Learned a lot from it, and I wouldn't change it. No. You know, I mean, part you, of me is like, you know what? I, I wish I wouldn't have done that, but at the same time. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't say that because right. that situation and you made that decision shaped who you are today. True. And, true you know what I mean? True, like yeah. you no, you wouldn't go back and do it over and do it different. I mean, granted, certain scenarios, maybe, but you are who you are right now at this very moment because of that decision. You know what I mean? You know what I would say to that? What's that? In the yard of the Vita, <laughs> baby. Don't you, you know, know that, that I love you? Too. Boom, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's what it's all about is... Hang out with people you love. Enjoy the time you have. Enjoy the cigars. Man, I tell you what. Has uh, this been the best weekend of cigar smoking for you? Dude, like ever of your life so far? Ever. And seriously, like uh, last night, in particular, after the show, Billy Strings, hats off to you, bro. That was amazing show. But yeah, uh Getting handed a quality cigar like that. That you've never had. That I've never had. And really, to be honest, I mean, as a cigar smoker, you're like, you're not Madonna. You're not a virgin. <laughs> right. But you're also like not Britney Spears, a complete <laughs> whore. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you haven't had a lot. <laughs> right. You've had some quality because you've smoked what I've smoked, but also like every time we get together, I always pick out like two or three sticks that I hope that you will smoke and it will like kind of open your eyes a little bit. Yeah. But I also have very low expectations because you don't smoke a lot. Right. So I don't expect you to get what the full body experience of complexity. And as of right now, I don't. Right. I, I but, don't. But 
I keep giving you really good quality Dude, cigars. And and case and in so, point, last night when you gave me that. That was a Tabanero, Tabanero Connecticut, correct. which we're both smoking right now. Yeah, dude. And so I mean, when I took like two or three pulls off of that, I was like, I'll, I'll tell you guys, beautiful. Russ is like slivers away from being a virgin. Slivers, <laughs> okay? But what I can tell you that he has smoked is primarily when he's with me. Yeah. And so you're smoking whatever I'm smoking. Yeah. And I'm always smoking stuff that excites me. No doubt. Stuff that, like, I hope eventually you'll be like, whoa, that was good. And that was kind of like what you experienced last night with the Tabernacle Connecticut. Because you were like, wow, what is this? Mm Mm-hmm. You really haven't asked that much. Usually, you're just like, "Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's generally my impression. That's good or that shit." But yeah, last night I was like, "That's a different type of good, right?" And, and to the point. And you know what's funny is, I'll tell you guys at home is that he's such a cigar virgin that he still doesn't even know what to look for. No, that what. When you have a cigar, what makes it quality? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know when you go buy a stick after you're done smoking it, you can't tell me if it was low quality, medium quality, or high quality. Well, you wouldn't know the difference. Right. You might, you might know on shitty quality. Well, I mean, when a cigar ex- explodes on you, and it's all <laughs> butterfly. Yeah. And you're like, that looks like a. That's not good. That's not a virgin. I know that's not good. <laughs> that is open. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like, uh, shit. Back in the day, I was smoking a pack and a half of cigarettes a day. So that's all I knew. And this is completely, completely different. different. Yeah. This is like, you're not going to get the enjoyment of what you did as a cigar smoker other than the hand to mouth. Exactly. But what you do get that cigarettes can't is an experience of education, wisdom, the enjoyment of smoking with other like-minded mind or like-minded men. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was just checking to make sure you're paying, paying attention. I, I, I'm there, bro. I'm so there. yeah, it, other like-minded men, right? Or completely different-minded men. It, well, let- with respect. Absolutely. Like when you go to a cigar shop, if you want to have a conversation with a guy that completely is on the other side of the planet from what your philosophy or your political party or whatever it may be, yeah, you can get with those guys and have a conversation. And sometimes you'd be like, never looked at it well, like that. Well, exactly. You know, what's, what's funny to me about the cigar community, and I love it, and I just now experienced it this weekend, honestly. And you know what sucks for you, though? What's that? Is that you sp- experience the leaf. And you know and why that sucks? Because it's the quality. The because prima- you live in Lubbock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not kidding, dude. Right. Like, the leaf is like a temple. So so let me let me explain it like from my perspective. Yeah. From a- we, we we went in, we said hello to the guys working, yeah. I introduced you. Yeah. And then you kind of like just felt your way. Yeah, dude. Tell us how that started and where you went from there. So 
the only other experience that I've had even remotely close to that. So I coached CrossFit for 10, 12 years. Uh, that community was so tight um, and so like-minded. Like that's the only other thing I've experienced to that degree. Like these people came in to me, to my class. And, and you know what? I, I understand that because there is a definite like community there. Yeah. And they're very supportive of the people that also join that at all different levels. Exactly. Like if you're at the exactly. bottom, those guys still accept you. That dude, that was my job as a coach to make sure like okay, everybody you, was like a team. Exactly. Like this cat over here is, you know, ripped like Gerard Butler from 300, but you got a mom right next to him doing the same exact workout. So it was my job to make sure, you know, that community was built and they you know, there was a common ground. Right. So for me to experience the leaf the way I did this weekend. In a very pure way. Perfect. Yeah. It was so, it was exactly like my first time walking into a CrossFit gym. Like I thought I, you were going to say first time walking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but dude, like I walk in, you know, I, I know very little about cigars, the community. But the first thing I noticed when I sit down with, six other men from completely different backgrounds different ages different ages different races no right. different races dude we came together over a great cigar and and that that's why we call the cigar the great equalizer 100% dude i get it because that's what brings us here like i'm going to go smoke yeah but what really brings you in is when you're going to have conversations with men of all races, all ages, all IQ levels. Yeah, dude. I mean, the IQ level, you know, a lot of guys don't have a lot of expectations. That's why we've done so well. <laughs> and so, but no, that's, that's the community. And it's beautiful. I love it. And dude, like that was, that was literally my first real experience in of, a lounge in a lounge of what it's like so and you met the owner and i met the owner and jay i mean how how did jay treat you like i was a member like you were royalty exactly i mean the dude like has a vision of how the customer's experience should go yeah and he wants to make it the best yeah like he walked through the room because he was going home to have dinner with his family right but he stopped and talked to us for like 20 minutes just random conversations yep and a lot of guys would have went out the front door so they didn't have to come through there because <laughs> right. they're like i gotta get home <laughs> jay's always gonna make you feel welcome because you know what he actually appreciates the fact that you're in his shop 100 percent and like coming from a former business owner like that, I felt like that was my job to make sure like if you were that 50 year old mom who wanted to get in shape or whatever, like you were on, you were part of that community and Jay did a, he did the exact same thing. Right. You know, like he made me feel welcome. I was like, I don't know shit about cigars. I'm here to have a good time, experience this life. And he was like cream of the crop to let me experience that. 
Yeah, I mean, you're not even experienced enough to know that when you walk into a cigar humidor, that it's like top notch, amazing. Right. No, but when you walked into his humidor, even being a new guy, you had to be like, whoa. Well, I mean, I have been in a handful of humidors in my life to see that that was grade A, 100% quality. I've been in a few where I, so I'm a UPS driver profession. And I've delivered to a few, and I'm like... And he dances on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, baby. But yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, I've delivered to a few. I'm like, the delivery I sent you three days ago is still sitting where I left it. That can't be good. Right. As far as I know. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know if you like ordered a keyboard for a computer or an umbilical cord from a baby that died. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob goes off the deep end. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you lived it. You actually lived it. What was it actually like from your perspective of having Rob Jones as your brother? Because you know what? I know what I think it is. But I've never asked you that. So, be, hey, before you even fucking <laughs> say a thing, I will beat your head off. No, no. no, what I was going to say is 100% honesty. 100%. Like, like, don't, like, if it's if you think it's going to make me mad, then don't say it. But <laughs> anything else is good. Then, then get out of my shop. Yeah. No, no, I'm serious. Like, true story. What was it like growing up with a 12-year-old brother named Rob Jones? Man, uh, as, you know, super young, uh, you were, Rob Jones was, I mean, it was, you know, 12 years gap. That's a big gap. Yeah, so it, yeah. and that's why I'm asking, because I never knew what your perspective was. Because so, we were like different generations oh yeah uh so i mean you were always that kind of elusive person to me like you know the wisdom the everything was there but i didn't know how to ask questions i didn't know what to ask i didn't know how to approach you and then and i'll tell you this just so you know I was probably fucked up, and I didn't know what to tell you anyway. <laughs> what? But. I'm serious. But. Uh, but, I mean, dude, like. Because you, I don't know if you even realize this, dude. I was a guy that learned from experience. You know what I mean? I was never going to be like, they said I shouldn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. Why? And, and, and I, I don't know if it was just our raising, but I feel like I was the same way. I feel like mom and dad let us live. Oh, I feel, oh yeah. We, I feel, our parents let us live. They let life. us live. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as my, like you as my brother, that was, it was that elusive. Like, I don't really know what to say, what to do, how to approach you. But then, you know, I came to the age, you know, I started getting in crap. And you, you were, were like, always, and you were like, "Fuck him." 
<laughs> but no, dude, you were always there. <laughs> Larry, give me the thumbs down. <laughs> reel it in, Jones. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll reel you in. All right. Yeah, dude, you were you were always you were always there. Like the epitome of a big brother. So, you know, my eight year old Tristan, I always tell him, like, your little brothers will always look up to you to be there to do what to lead be by, that lead, lead, lead by example. example and and he does oh to, i'm well right aware now. i'm well aware I, in fact i told you today or yesterday i don't remember but i told you that your eight-year-old is very mature dude like it, tristan is like the role model older brother and dude, that was not me well <laughs> that I'll, was not me folks he could he can like try to be nice and make up some shit but that was not my okay. goal so so let me just give you a small blip in my childhood growing up getting into shit experiencing bullies etc cetera, etc cetera. bullies especially around where we were uh there was one in particular always out to get me type of thing and Dude rolls up in a, you know, Camaro. I'm 12 years old. Dude rolls up in a Camaro, gets out. Him and his brother are about to beat me up at 12 years old. And the only, the, the main thing that sticks out about you at that age was you rolled up, cut us off or cut him off, get out with a crowbar. And it was like, I'm ready to go. Like you were. No, it, no, well, no, all, see, no, no, no. That's, that's all, where you miss it. That's where you miss it. I was not like that at all. I got out with a crowbar and was like, I am about to enjoy ruining your vehicle. <laughs> and if you get out, I'm going to ruin you. <laughs> exactly. And that was probably not the best mentality to have at that age. But at the same time, the message was, don't, don't mess with my brother again, ever. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to come back in six weeks. Just, you know, right now. And I'm not messing around. Right. I'm going to be on it. So from uh, now on. Yeah, dude. And there, there's a quote from Goodwill Hunting. I'll never forget uh, when you I, know. I remember that it was. And let's take it back into perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the actor's name? Uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon says, like, with a, all the honesty that you could pour out of a man. Yeah. I like anal. <laughs> that's not what he said <laughs> sorry folks i thought that's what he said that was in that other movie where he played that gay dude <laughs> anyway sorry i didn't mean to take you straight no dude that's you that's but always there always there is what what i know rob to be is there period he i don't know how else to be there what like i'm either gonna be there or i'm not right and when you are you are yeah if i can be there i'm gonna be there and when i'm there 110 percent. yep and you were and, and you, you know are. what you know you know who else did that for me that impressed me at a level that i didn't know who's that cr yep oh dude like to this day me and him are like I mean, elbow to elbow. And for you guys that don't know, he is our half white, half Mexican cousin. 
Yeah. And that I never experienced. I have, but I didn't recognize it for what it was. Mm-hmm. But, dude, the part of him that's Hispanic. Loyalty. Loyalty on a level that most white people don't Don't know. get. I don't mean, understand. Like, not even close. Nope. And whenever I did experience it, I was like, man. That's a it's a we, different we are missing out. It's a different level, dude. It is. Different and level. That I mean, whatever you need, I'm here. Yep. Let me know what you need. Not just like the first day and then check on me six weeks later on the last day. Yeah. Every day. Yep. What do you need today? Right. I, wow. Yeah, dude. And like when when I was younger, we might not had a we might not have had that at the time, but after that specific day that I remember that you doing that on 78th Street, yeah, like that's when that's what I recognized you as. He's gonna be there, right? Period. Always. That, that yeah, always. And you know, no matter what me, you, and Corey go through, like I do, I I know that I know that beyond a shadow of a doubt. Right. So, case elegance. You saw the humidors here in person. Mm-hmm. I showed you the cheaper one. Well, it was not cheaper. It's actually the same price <clears throat> or in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. But the product is cheaper. Like, they're selling a $40 humidor for the same price is Case Elegance is selling their humidor. But when I cut them open, I mean. It was night and day. Dude, let me tell you this. I don't know. The, I don't know dick about humidors, but when you showed me that. You, when I show you wood versus like a photo you're right. <laughs> applied to non-wood, it's like I don't have to know anything else. That's I know. all I need to know. Yeah. And, you know, we were down at the Leaf on Saturday talking to a couple of guys that we hang out with all the time. And one of them was telling us, I've never been able to get my humidor to work right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you ordered it off Amazon? And he's like, yep. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, if you're not, you don't know. You don't. I mean, if you were to order a humidor right now, if before this weekend, mm-hmm. and you didn't ask me. I would get the cheapest one. and You would be like, that. What difference does it make? Exactly. How many cigars does it hold? That's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. And then when you find out that you're buying something that really you might as well throw your cigars on the front dash of your vehicle (laughs) in summer. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, dude. When you Because you don't smoke a lot of cigars. Right. But if you Mm -hmm. had a humidor, you might want to keep 10 cigars in there. Yeah. But you want, you? I mean, 10 cigars, easily 100 bucks. Yeah. 20 cigars, 200 bucks. So guys that don't protect their investment, I mean, you're going to spend 100 bucks for a good cigar humidor. They're just like a good tattoo, man. Like, oh, we were talking about that earlier. You want to spend, you're going to spend quality money for quality product. Yeah. I mean, if you want to look like you're not in prison. (laughs) <laughs> you go to quality tattoo artist. <laughs> exactly. 
And if you want a humidor that is going to take care of your cigars, you buy a quality humidor. And that is Case Elegance. Right. So look down the show notes. And if you use the uh, code Cigar Talk Coin, you'll get a challenge coin with our logo on one side and their logo on the back. If you're watching YouTube right now, you would know because I just showed it to you. <laughs> and if you're not watching YouTube, go watch YouTube. I right released now. three separate interviews last week. That's not even part of the regular show. So if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple iTunes or whatever, and you never go watch the YouTube videos, you need to go watch. We released three interviews this week that's not available on the audio only platforms. Man. Yeah. So we interviewed Big Ash. Yeah. Which is Ashley. Yeah. Great freaking interview. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite cigar influencers at this point. Because you know what? I interviewed her. It was a great interview. We had a lot of fun. How long has she been in the game? A couple of years. Yeah. And so we were done. We did the interview. And we were done. I really enjoyed her. She was a great gal. She smokes a lot of good cigars. But then she texted me and said, hey, your cigar event that you're raising money for Cigars for Warriors for the troops overseas, I reached out to a bunch of people I know, and hopefully they'll sponsor it. And I'm like, oh, cool, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Dude. We've had people like donating stuff from these people that she reached out to. Wow. We didn't even ask her to do that. That's huge. So it's awesome. I told her, I was like, hey, I, I don't want you to do a bunch of work for us while you're on vacation with your people. Right. And she says, when there's a good cause, it's not I'm work all for, for me. It. I'm yeah, all dude. for it. Yeah. I'm like, wow. That's, that's that's good people. Right. That's good people. That's top that, level. That's who you want in your corner. Right. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, I feel like I'm in debt to you. And she said, well, you know some Photoshop skills. <laughs> <laughs> like that I do. <laughs> I made Matt Booth bald. <laughs> hey, so tell, tell me more about the cigars for heroes or... Cigars for warriors. Cigars for warriors, right. And what they do is... They, in general, send care packages over to our troops overseas. Yeah. A lot of times it's cigars. And we've talked to some of the guys that have received cigars from overseas. And even Storm, president of Cigars for Warriors, yeah, told me that their number one request is cigars. Wow. The other requests are like magazines, books, stuff like that, and they send that stuff too. But the thing about it is with cigars, say you're in a crew of like eight guys. Mm -hmm. You all sit down for a cigar. Now, overseas, you're getting to hang out, smoke a good cigar, and have the experience that you had last Saturday. Right. But you're overseas. Dude, that, that's bonding. And and that's like letting you escape from where you are yeah. back to home. Yeah. Because you don't get that. Dude, that's huge. Yeah. Huge. And I mean, that's why 
the number one request is cigars. Cigars, because now we can bring the troop together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No doubt. And so, you know, I came up with this crazy idea because I'm a workaholic, mm-hmm. and I love doing new stuff. Hey, you should hit up David Goggins. I don't know who that is, dude. Hit him up. Okay, David Goggins, if you're listening, badass. Love you. Much respect uh, for everything you've done. Smoke a cigar with my brother. Tell your story. His Dude, his story, beyond anything you've ever heard in your life. The dude went from 320-something pounds. He lost 200-plus pounds in less than six months, I believe, to become a Navy fucking SEAL. Wow. Yeah. Navy SEAL. Navy SEAL. And not just a Navy SEAL, one of the baddest Navy SEALs on the face of the planet to this day. Like, he goes around and gives his spiel, but dude, David Goggins. We will reach out. Yeah, no doubt. And if you can help, reach out. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, dude, you should be on this show. They're not always dicks. (laughs) But they are a lot. But, yeah, man, that'd be cool just to spread that word. That'd be really cool. Yeah, and, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine that is a military vet, and he's been talking to some people about starting a charity event for soldiers, vets, Mm -hmm. from PTSD. Yeah. And I was like, dude, we're behind you. Right. You let me know when you get it going. We're going to participate in that because I know a lot of guys that have been in that situation and they're still in that situation. Yeah. That we were like, hey, man, if there's something we can do, we want to, you know, give back to that sector. Right. But right now we're doing care packages to troops overseas. That's huge, man. That's really huge. Um, My buddy. So I think I asked you. Uh, if you hit up one of my best friends, Lance Cantu. Yeah, I, I left him a voicemail. I haven't heard back from you. Yeah. You, did you hear back from him? I'll I'll hit him After up again. After I left my message. Yeah. I figured he might reach out to you. Because uh, it was something. Right. I'll hit him up again. Because that, I mean. I, I left a very explicit email. Or not email. Voicemail for him. I know he would love to be a part of that for sure. So I'll I'll even hit him up. <clears throat> You hit him up because I don't think he's going to call me back after the message I left. <laughs> There's no telling. Well, yeah, I think I remember what that message was. Nah, now you do. Anyway, <laughs> hey, for you guys that don't know, my baby brother came down on Fridays. I had to work until Saturday at three. And then we went to Dallas and we saw Billy Strings in concert. God, which was freaking dude. amazing. I mean, mind Mind blown. blown. Boom. Mind blown. That's it. That's all you got to say. Yeah. I mean, and I remember you saying, if I can't see Pink Floyd, which I, you know, that's the show of shows. Billy Strings is next right in there. line. Right there. And he was. And, and he, he and delivered. He delivered 100%. Yeah, it was, dude. It was really amazing. Yeah. So if y'all haven't seen Billy Strings. Do it. Now. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, man. Hey, brother, I hope you will come back down. And, like, yeah. you've experienced a little bit about, like, what we do here. Yeah. We would love to see you here more. I would love to. Awesome. I love everything, dude. And you know what you could do? 
is you can <laughs> tell your wife, hey, mom, give you a break. Load up the three boys. Yeah. Bring them down here with you because my wife loves that. Yeah. Dude. Give your wife a break. Yeah. She needs it. Yeah. She needs it. You got three boys, eight, four, or five. Eight. Well, about to be five. And about to be five. Ten months. And then dude. ten months. So, yeah. yeah. That'd be a huge load off. But, man, real talk, uh, I love, I, I can't say enough how much I respect what you've done y'all have done in the last few years with cigar talk you know what to watch as someone who has like literally become an alcoholic in that time <laughs> period i appreciate that not a lot you know what i feel like i'm not in aa i'm at the grammys and they're like hey he's drinking a lot <laughs> no we appreciate that we yeah. really do because you know we our goal is to have fun that's really what our goal is, yeah. is to have fun. You know, you were here for what happens an hour to an hour and a half before we even start the show. Right. And it is 100% good times with friends. That's really what it is. It is, dude. And, and we hope that bleeds into the show. But if it doesn't. Don't listen. <laughs> We're having a good time <laughs> every week. And dude, that yeah, that community y'all have built. Kudos, man. It's a community a lot of people like, you know, like I said earlier, like not many people have a community like that. Dude, not at all. At all. I mean, like when I tell people about our community, I'm like you got all ages you got all races yeah and you've got a few racist <laughs> <laughs> oh no that I, I usually don't say that <laughs> no but i mean you have people from all different backgrounds all ages i mean we got guys that are hanging out in their 20s to guys that are hanging out in their 80s yeah dude and and that's the common bond right boom there. common bond i mean when you're beautiful when you're talking to a dude in his 70s or 80s, my advice is shut, shut the up. fuck up and listen yep. because you're getting gold. Yep. All day, dude. And I, I know I've told you talking to my father-in-law about Vietnam stories, like the stuff that dude shares, like sit back over a beer and a cigar like that, that people don't know. That people, yeah, nobody dude. will ever know. No, because it's history, and you're only going to make money if you make a pretty history, right? So those stories don't get told. Yep. But when someone feels comfortable enough to share that type of story with you, it's special, and the world needs a lot more of it. Oh, I agree. Authenticity. Boom. Music, conversation, authenticity boom period so well hey bro i appreciate you coming on we're gonna get bryant back in here and right he's on. probably gonna give me some shit because i don't know why that's <laughs> what he does. but anyway love you and love you. hopefully we'll have you back on soon man no doubt i hope all right bro be good Hey, guys, thanks for hanging through the break. We are going to jump into our pick six of the week. We're mm. going to let Bryant go first. As usual. I don't know what mine are. 
<laughs> but we're going to let you go first. Okay, starting off, Hedipodicus uh, Black. Wow, that's I wanted that's, to take that ride again. A long hard ride. Dude, and and that is a great ride to revisit yes. on a semi regular basis. Yes, yes. Like yes. I'm not gonna smoke it every day, no, all day. No, no. But shoot, every two weeks, every three weeks, yeah, every four weeks. To remember. That's a stick that's like mm, forgot about yes, that. Yes, yeah. Sir. Good stick. Number two is gonna be the Rumblecraft Bakabon two. When did you smoke that? Yeah, I smoked that Thursday. Dude, that's a good stick. <laughs> I haven't seen any baka in a long time. Yeah. Like like none of them. Like I keep stuff in my humidor and I certain things I just don't touch. And then you get those days you're like, man, I want a real bad cigar. And it was like somebody had said something about them. And I thought I was like, I yeah, one in my humidor. So Thursday I smoked it. Was and I'm thinking. Yes, it, it was, was in the military footlocker. Military yes. footlocker yes, by Case Elegance. <laughs> and yeah, you know, we were talking to some guys at the Leaf, and like Zach told me straight up, he's like, dude, <clears throat> I have so much problems keeping the humidity level in my cigars. And I was like, have you checked out Case Elegance? And he was like, no, I haven't heard of them. And I was like, well, hey, we appreciate <laughs> yeah. you not listening to the show. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> we know you couldn't have listened to the show. <laughs> Boom. But anyway, I was like, dude, we cut two humidors open. Sure did. We saw what was inside. Yes. And the difference was Drastic. like. I mean, when you say night and day. Hit your thing. That's it. It, it was what? I mean, night and day. It was mind what? blown. <laughs> like. I knew Case Elegance was going to be good. Yeah. I didn't realize that a humidor in the same price range with the basic same design mm -hmm. was, was going to be so bad. Yes. Like, like Case not. Elegance, did Case Elegance invite you to cut yeah. No. No. Case Elegance didn't say, hey, come cut her. I, I went to them mm -hmm. and I was like, hey, you know what I thought would be fun is to cut your humidor open with one of your competitors. And they were like, yeah, that, that sounds, sounds cool. Good. Okay. And then, if you guys haven't seen it, Michael Slate, the founder of Case Elegance, mm -hmm. joined me for a one-on-one -on -one video, yes, which sir. is on YouTube only. But you can go check it out. And not only does he talk about advanced humidification, he also talks about how yeah. cigar humidors are built mm -hmm. because when i thought quality you, but, built. but you remember when you became a cigar smoker and you really started getting into it and i can only imagine that most guys think what i think and it was you know what i could build myself a <laughs> no, badass humidor out of all wood i didn't think that see i did and you know what i found out if you did that it wouldn't last at all because you know what? I don't know. I don't know how to build a humidor, yeah. but I thought I did just yeah. because I was like, if you get some good cedar, that's part. It's a, it's a, a good part mm -hmm. of the equation, but, it's but there's part. so much yes. more into it. Mm -hmm. And so we appreciate Michael Slate coming on the show or the one-on-one -on -one interview uh -huh. and giving us that information yeah. about, what it takes to make a great humidor. Yes, sir. And 
how other companies are shortcoming you. Yes, sir. By even if they get, you know, here's the thing. You build a $20 cigar humidor. You charge 10 bucks less than Case Elegance. You think you're getting a deal. deal. Yeah. And what you're getting is, I showed you the hygrometers. Yep. Not not accurate. The Case Elegance was spot on at mm-hmm. 71% in my humidor. The other one reported 82%. 82. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow. So you could be at like 58 percent humidity and think that you're good because they told you because you're at 68 69 Mm -hmm. but because you don't know you just roll it you you think now you think there's a now you think there's a problem with the cigar yeah because your investment is going down it's not the cigar's fault that your fault have a (laughs) shitty humidor (laughs) so if you haven't reached out to case elegance and i'm going to tell you this are you aware that they have one of the best customer service? Because we talk about that's it. out there. We talk about like it. guys have told me about their experience with their customer service, and it blows me away. Mm-hmm. We had a Patreon that sent me a picture, and the bottom of his humidor was split. Mm. Case elegance, yeah. And I was like, dude. Call them up. Call them up. Send them a picture. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done, let, you let know. me know. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to let Case Elegance know yeah. that one of my Patreons has a problem. Yeah. I want to know how they treat people. Mm-hmm. And like the day of or the day before that this particular brother of the leaf sent them an email, he realized that he had spilt some distilled water into the humidor. Mm. So when that cedar absorbed it, it expanded and it cracked the case open of the bottom of the humidor. Mm -hmm. So he sent them an email and they're like, yeah, hey, you know what? We're going to send you a new one. And he said, wait a minute. I I think maybe I caused it. Mm -hmm. It's not your fault. They were like, we don't care. We're going to send you a new one. And they didn't just send him a new one. They <clears> sent him the next upgrade because the humidor that he had bought was no longer available. Mm-hmm. So they didn't downgrade him. They, they upgraded, upgraded yes, him. Sir. Yes, sir. So when I want to do business with a company, that's the kind of business I want to do business with. Got you. So my number one this week. Oh, wait, the, are we doing the pick six? Yeah, and I done went through two. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Larry's like, reel it in, Rob. <laughs> the number one this week was the La Aurora Cameroon. It's the La Aurora. La Aurora Cameroon. Yeah. I like to do it like a Latino stripper. Oh, Larry said stop. So Larry, what Larry were your stop. three this week? <laughs> I had the Tabernacle Goliath. Why are you laughing? I said it's it right. The, it's the way you said it the first time today that just went through my mind. I'm like, well, yeah, he got it right fine. I <laughs> did, but the, the Goliath, which I think is a 58 by four and a half, mm-hmm. but it's like the flying yeah. style. 
And I don't know what it is that you call that like shape of a tola other than the pig, pig the yeah. flying pig. So if you have a cigar that is in that Vitola, I'm going to call it the flying pig, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> got you. But anyway, great steak. Yes, sir. Uh, you know what I learned about it was it was a very rich tobacco flavor. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that I learned was it's not going to knock you out on the complexity. <laughs> gotcha. It's a two-note cigar. Yeah, gotcha. When you smoke it, you know it's good. Mm-hmm. You know it's rich. You know the tobacco is high quality, mm-hmm. but the blend is not going to be like a roller coaster. coaster right. It's going to be, this is good. Enjoy. Yeah. And, and I did. Gotcha. But at the same time, if you're looking for one of those transitional cigars, that's not it. That's not your cigar. But it was a very, it was my first time smoking it. I really enjoyed it, gotcha. and it was like, you know what? That will not make my regular rotation, but when I want to smoke something that is in that profile, You'll that's a great it. stick. Yeah, right. I want to smoke that stick. Gotcha. That's good. And then the next cigar I smoked this week, which is no surprise, is one I smoked earlier tonight. <laughs> the Riata yeah. by McCallum. The 6x46. Knocks it out. Yes, sir. I mean, that's a great stick. Yes, sir. And then my third, well, I say third. Maybe it's my first. Okay. But it's a cigar that I don't smoke often. Mm-hmm. But it was the Hoy, what is it? Hoya, Hoya del Rey Montefina. No, no. Not. He's just made up. It's the stick. Hoya del Rey Monterey. There okay. you go. The silver edition. Okay. Blended by AJ. Yes, sir. I think it's a great medium, medium huh. plus. And when I say plus, I do mean like not even close to being full blown. Gotcha. But a nice, nice like step up. Boom. Yeah. Right. And. I think that's a great stick. And dude, it's like 745. <laughs> In our range. Boom. <laughs> In I our mean, range. Dude, when you find a stick at that quality, at that price, scoop them up. Yes, sir. Scoop them up. Run with them. Run with them. Because when you have somebody come over to your place and you offer them a cigar uh-huh. of that quality, it's like you win twice. <laughs> One, they love it. Two, I didn't have to kick out a lot of money, money on them. That's correct. That's correct. But anyway, all right, guys, that's 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 it. I hope it wasn't too far outside <laughs> of our normal show. But, you know, we got some good bourbon. Yes, sir. We're going to have a good time. Yes, sir. And I hope you enjoy it as well. And until next time, keep smoking. Boom.